Yeah. So as Matt <laughs> was just saying, um, you know, just to paraphrase, I think uh, <laughs> trans women shouldn't uh, be visible and, uh, you know, until they've learned to do their makeup. I'm just saying, do a couple practice runs. It's like showing, it's like, it's like you know, you don't show the first like four tracks that you make. You know, you don't show the first fucking, tr- like you you work on your music for a little while, then you fucking show everybody, you know? Yeah, you gotta okay. sequester yourself. I just, you know, I'm just saying, learn how to do a smoky eye. Do a couple, do a couple tries first i don't need to see your first try if i tried doing it i wouldn't show you guys i mean it might be funny to watch, watch me suck at it but i'm just matt, saying it's that is art. that is that is different sure yeah matt yes. dug into the one uh makeup term he knew and it was like smoky eye I'll <laughs> i know the smoky eye i know the cat's yeah, eye you know right? just you gotta you, got a, you know, cut crease cut crease cut crease yes. smoky <laughs> eye. and what's the other one uh 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 Highlighter, highlighter. That's, that's the word I'm looking for. Product. I'm that's digging deep here. Product. It's not. I don't know what anything is. Okay. <laughs> well, just like any, just like any online makeup influencer, uh, Matt has turned out to be deeply problematic. <laughs> As such, the community will be dealing with him swiftly. Ah. <laughs> uh. I just wanted to get that off my chest, all right? It was meant as a compliment, and I feel very attacked right now. I feel very attacked. Matt's been really on a roll today. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> I, uh, before you joined, uh, Matt was telling me that... Uh, a lovely little treat that I have. Oh God. Is disgusting and abominable. Just because when so I Matt have hates a, women, basically. Yeah, Matt hates thing, but go women. on. Um any woman. I don't like carbonation, but I love a tasty watermelon Red Bull. And mm. so when I have a Red Bull, I shake it up first and then I drink it flat. And according to Matt, this That's... is disgusting. It's okay. awful. That is disgusting. But the, but I did not know when you were telling me that it's watermelon. Oh yeah, it's watermelon. That makes it slightly less disgusting. I thought you were yeah. I thought you were like raw dog and a re, uh, just a a, a, a re, flat regular Red Bull. Because oh my god, they, I'm not a monster. I thought you were a monster. You 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 have to you ha- should have said that. Mm. That's an important because like the fruitiness of it. Like okay, yeah. like all right, that's gonna make it like less disgusting to drink flat. It's just like a little sure. juice. It's just a little watermelon juice. <laughs> I'm a I'm I'm a uh, um, a sugar free Red Bull guy. That's my. I mean, I'm a well known diet soda God drinker. So women do anything. You gotta try it flat though. <laughs> that's especially disgusting because fl- uh, diet soda is especially disgusting flat because mm. you can really taste like the fake sugar taste. Yeah, which I like, but per- but it's even too much for even me. Yeah, and the aspartame becomes even more carcinogenic when. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it's funny actually. The only time I drink anything with carbonation is like mixed drinks with diet sodas, mm-hmm. because even I won't do that flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like 
if if I want like a whiskey diet Coke or something, I do just yeah, have to yeah. suck it up and deal with the carbonation. But I am a huge baby about it. Do you hate? Do you Fair. actually hate it? I, I feel like the mm-hmm. carbonation. Like, are you dealing with the carbonation? Are you like powering through it when you have when you do a mixed drink? Because I yeah. I feel like the carbonation actually makes the mixed drink better. I don't. Th- yeah, carbonation is just like annoying little bubbles that kind of don't feel good. And then it like makes you burp nine million times. True. And I that. don't love that like bloaty feeling no. from it. Not not great. Yeah. My body I, I has feel, enough CO2. It is. Yeah. And that that is very... Interesting, because I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I I will deal with with the burping. I love it. I and... love the burping. <laughs> <laughs> Willow has the uh, the recovering alcoholic uh, water going on right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the liquid death. I'm a little bit. I've been, um, you know, I've been toying with drinking less than three or four drinks a night. <laughs> so it's nice to have around i i I do have a a a lot of uh friends and whatnot who are recovering alcoholics and they do love they love the sparkling waters the seltzers Mm -hmm. oh my god it's i get it i get it (laughs) it's weird i don't like uh, so i love um like diet soda and just soda in general, but I can't, I can't even really, since like, since years ago, switching to like diet or sugar-free versions, I like, if I drink regular like Pepsis, I can't drink that shit. It's, it's so, it's sickeningly sweet. Like I can take a couple sips of it. I'm just like, I don't, I physically right. don't want to drink this. Right. Even, even Coke is like that too. Like, but yeah. at least Coke has like a flavor profile. Like there's something yeah, yeah, yeah. there it's also that's not just sweet. It's less sweet and it, it's just like more drinkable to me. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just it's prefer got, it's got notes. I actually yeah. like the flavor of cola. Like even as someone who mm. doesn't drink soda and it's only an alcohol mixer for me, uh, mm. I do like the flavor of like Coke specifically. I don't love Pepsi as much. Pepsi tastes a little weird to me. It's yeah. flat and really sweet. That's not like, yeah. like flat and like a pla- flavor really profile wise, like Willow was saying. Yeah. Um, it's just sweet. Very rare you're at a bar and they only have Pepsi, though. Like, mm-hmm. they generally will have Coke. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, it's, it's, I think it's Texas. Is it, is it Texas that has Pepsi? That they, they like, invent, quote, unquote, invented Pepsi? Wow. Uh, no, exactly. Texas is that very... Right. When you go to Texas and you order a soda, you say Coke. Like, they're, okay. they're not really a Pepsi. In um, fact, I, I, I've gone to a Coca-Cola factory in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> It was a field trip in like third grade because it had a little museum attached to it. So, dude, I'm so dumb. It's new. It's new. Uh, sorry, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I was gonna say when I visit my dad in North Carolina, they always have Pepsi products everywhere, and it's like a point for the of that for them to have Pepsi, which sucks because their Pepsi products are much shittier than Coke products. I mean, I hate to be you know, oh my corporate overlord, but it's just fucking true. I'm sorry. It's you know, no, fact here. It, it really is like. I, I I can empathize with how Pepsi enjoyers feel because like I'm a Raiders fan, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> I guess that you have sort of a a a, a draw and a, a 
you know, a, a soft place in your heart for something. Yeah, yeah. And you have to accept that it just sucks and mm-hmm. no one respects it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you still love it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's even more, you know, it's even more beautiful than like, you know, rooting for, uh, you know, someone who, someone who is like an RC loyalist. I think that's, that's true. Oh, that's true passion. oh yeah. Are you actually an RC cola? Pa- uh, <laughs> I love RC actually. I will say I will, I will go to bat for RC at least way over Pepsi. Um, but it's just not in as many places. So it's not like, and it's not like I drink a lot of soda. And if I do, it's probably a Coke, but like an RC is good every once in a while. Uh, yeah, don't know, fan. I I know my dad is a big fan of RC uh, because it was like the only cola he could get in Kuwait. <laughs> mm. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> like one of my favorite yeah, photos. One of my favorite photos of him, and if you follow me on anything you see, I post it every fucking year, uh, every chance I get, uh, <laughs> is of my dad inside of a tank in Kuwait holding like a styrofoam like meal with like chicken and an RC cola. And he's like so fucking happy. <laughs> uh, Love that. Yeah. So that's, that's like, I, I have to respect anyone who loves RC cola because in my mind, y- all of you were in the Gulf War together. Uh-huh. Um, like us, yeah. kind of like us. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the was, podcast wars together. I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I just realized I mixed up, I was mixing up Pepsi with Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper was invented in Texas. Oh, oh And it actually oh, yeah. predates Coca-Cola by one year. Really? Yes. Wow. Actually predates Coca-Cola by one well, year. It fucking rules. It that is makes the, sense. It People is, do love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I, I love Dr. Pepper. By far I the best soda, it. but I, I understand hated why it. people would hate it. Yeah, me too. I hated it for the longest time, and only only this last year, when I was in uh, visiting my dad in North Carolina, my I drank it a few times, and I just got a taste for it. Yeah, it was so weird because I know people always think like Dr Pepper is in the same category as as root beer, which is yeah. probably true. You know, they kind of have similar tastes. Like, kind of. They're in that same kind. Similarly, of like, similarly complicated, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They have, yeah and they're like a little bit medi- medicinal tasting, like slightly. Mm. I mean, the main versions aren't, but they kind of have that going for them. It's, uh, it's like the old timey sarsaparilla candies. Yes. Um, exactly like that. I just don't like that flavor. And like, yeah. I've, as I've gotten older, I think everyone as they get older kind of gets used to more like that licorice mm-hmm. aniseed, um, almost like even like fennel sometimes people don't yeah. like. Uh, and I've gotten a lot more comfortable with all those flavors as I've gotten older, but just the pure licorice like that, that Dr. Pepper tastes like to me. So weird. It do- I don't taste it anymore. I don't know what, yeah. I-, I don't know if, I don't know what happened. I doesn't taste like licorice to me because I d- actually don't like licorice that very much, but same, yeah. same. Yeah. That, that, that went away. I like, I, I thought I was imagining it, you know, cause like I finally, like I got used to it and I was like, Oh, it doesn't taste like that at all, but it must. And I just, I definitely did when it. I was a kid. Like I definitely associated that flavor, Dr. Pepper with that kind of flavor. But when I drink mm-hmm. it now, I don't, you know, it doesn't taste like that to me. I don't, I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe I'm just getting old. Yeah. Well, whatever the fuck, man. <laughs> uh, what about, what about Mountain Dew heads? Uh, mm. My best I love Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew head. <clears throat> yeah. You know I, I personally love it. The one 
person I know, my best friend, who's like the big Mountain Dew head, not really a gamer, hmm. um, just just kind of like is very very girly and very like crafty and fun. Sure, that's another category. Yeah, that is yeah, another category. It's like of Mountain the, Dew they're like the I dark heard. horse of Mountain Dew heads. Uh, mm-hmm. Just <clears throat> very like like bright happy girls. Yeah. It feels so or, weird. Or, I feel like or I'm like whimsical, like seven. whimsical goth girls. <laughs> oh, whim- yeah. You know what? She actually, she falls into whimsical goth girl. Oh, I, okay. I, so yeah. that does make sense. That kind of checks out. Yeah, every so once in a while, like every once in a while, I'll I crack forget, open a, yeah. a Mountain Dew of, of, you know, some variety. Yeah. It's one of the ones that translates really well into diet. Like even people that don't yeah. like diet soda, a diet Mountain Dew is often indiscernible to the average person. I don't know if it's just like the flavor profile, like the citrus or something. I don't know. She, when she's, when she doesn't drink Mountain Dew, which I, she actually, I don't think, I think she cut down quite a bit on drinking Mountain Dew, but she's kind of switched to Red Bull, but she does the, like the peach one or something Mm. like whatever the, it's like that like orangey dark orange can. Yeah. Something like that. They're usually then, pretty good. Yeah. The seasonal well, flavors a, are red bull. Like a tight 15 on, on carbonated beverages. <laughs> <laughs> it's a passionate subject for me. I, I love, I'm a soda head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A big soda guy. That'll never <laughs> die. And that's great. Uh, but we should probably talk about something else. And <laughs> that something else possibly should be the fact that threads exists and that that's been a thing and it launched today yeah what the fuck is this thing i don't you couldn't fucking pay me to like remake <laughs> my instagram account so that i could do twitter on it it no yeah no, no. i will not it, be doing that so i i've like enjoyed my uh, my only my one day on it i haven't spent that much time on it but uh right. it is like i I'm, it's kind of nice because it seems like the, some of the um it's like the, like you can just say you can get away with saying fucked up shit easier than on Facebook because I've been you know I've been I've been watching me and other people just push the envelope seeing like when does it like go like you can't say that you know thing mm. uh, but it's just a Twitter clone I mean quite literally it is it just looks like Twitter five years ago like straight up like it's just it, yeah. it looks exactly like it. it it functions basically the same they're clearly emulating its algorithm to some degree yeah um, but like you know, the problem is it's it's twitter that's linked to instagram that's linked to facebook and the whole thing with twitter was that it's sort of detached and separated from like any of the type of social media that like your cousins follow you on mm-hmm. and just like having that like quick format, like personal posting the way that people do on Twitter. I don't know. It's, it's not the yeah, same. Exactly. It doesn't I mean, thrive. I'm, I'm using like, and I've been using blue sky the same way that I use Twitter, which is, yeah. you know, saying, saying, you know, come, come stuff and butt stuff and all that, <laughs> yeah. whatever, mostly. And, um, <clears throat> it, yeah, I still don't do that on Facebook really. Um, yeah. because my, my mom's on there, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> this is, and that is, that is a very, very good point. And that is kind of what, what always made Twitter 
valuable before it was uh, systematically uh, <laughs> destroyed. Um, it's really a shame. Like, I mean, I mean, I am not like I'm not I mean, like I use Twitter, you know, daily, but mm -hmm. it's but it's so noticeable to even me who just get kind of like I use like I don't want to say casually. I post pretty often, but like I know I'm not I'm not like I don't spend most of my social media time on it. Yeah, it's, it's not your still like it's so noticeable how much shittier it is <laughs> since since the since like the Elon shit and just like. It's horrible. I mean, like the like just like the general tone of it and just like the all consuming like it's Elon is always constantly being talked about on it. It's just like, you know, you, you get burnt out on it on top of the app just functioning more shittily every yeah. single day. Yeah. Like the, the app definitely like has gotten way worse just in terms of sheer functionality and bugs and weird shit that happens. But I, I will say and like. I, I'm not saying that the it isn't awful now because it is. I'm just saying I've actually had kind of a smoother, I think, transition into like post Elon Twitter than maybe a lot of people. Like I've just sort of adapted very quickly. Like I instantly stopped using that for you tab. Like day two that it was out, I was like, nope, oh, sure. I'm switching. <laughs> um, yeah, the only like, time I end up looking at the for you tab is when it defaults to it, which it does occasionally. But. Yeah, it's uh, whenever the app updates, I think, is when it switches back. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, like that and I I have I never ran into the rate limit like the day that it to be fair, I've been playing a lot of Civ, so like I'm not on my phone very much. But like I I am on Twitter constantly, it feels like and I never saw the rate limit stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. So I don't know if I've just gotten lucky or something, but like the big, big stuff I haven't really like experienced a ton of but it is sort of the little things stacking up like i hate seeing just fucking blue check idiots and replies like at the top of every post because it used to be yeah, really yeah, fun is, to get that's in that's my main gripe really like, the worst yeah it just pushes it's it for me it's that's like all the other stuff's just been like whatever like okay it, it's uh -huh. it shits out occasionally for me it's just like whatever i just open another app or i just go do something yeah. else but like I, you know, I never hit the rate limit or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah just, that only happened to me the day that they they started that. But they I think that's because I, I started in earnest using Blue Sky more the next day. Which is, <clears throat> oh, okay. I, uh, but I just can't stand the fucking blue checks. Like, like they're like I. It's it's so it enrages me. I'll be honest with you. They're they're awful. Yeah. I mean, they're really really truly they are some of the worst people you. Maybe not yes. some of the worst people in the world. They're like they're like they're literally some of the worst people on social media. They're, uh -huh. they're the people I I least want to interact with ever on social media. Just like yes. moron hype, Elon Musk fanboys and like libtards and just fucking right. more people that just people that aren't morons even and assholes. They're not even fun to. They're to not funny, fun at or to argue cool. with or to screenshot or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nothing. They're not even, they're not even like, they're not even dumb enough to be like, Hey, look at this dumb guy. It's like, it's like, Hey, look at this dumb guy. I want to kill myself because this person, this person exists in, in hundreds <laughs> of thousands <laughs> right. of magnitude. Look, look at, look at this dog shit. I st just stepped in. It's the yeah, same right? as the dog shit you just stepped in. Isn't yeah. that it stinks. gross? This it sucks. Yeah. And it smells. Yeah. Honestly, I think what it is. Cause like, 
the the big draw of Twitter for a lot of people uh, is like the 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 quote tweet game and the mm-hmm. the the main character of the day thing, and we don't really have those now. It's like. Oh my god, it's like when uh when the FBI like finally shuts down one of those white supremacist forums and like the white supremacists <laughs> don't go away. Right. They just skitter off and now there's like 8,000 new little uh white supremacist that sells. It's mm-hmm. like that now we don't get one big main character of the day that we can all share around and make fun of. We have 9,000 idiots who like aren't really fun to poke fun at. Right. It's- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like it's not like like idiots didn't rise to the top in the old way. You know, sure, sure. If you if you ventured into like, you know, quote unquote, normie Twitter, which I occasionally would do by accident with the explore tab. Yeah. When I was feeling like spicy and, uh, <laughs> you know, the, and, you, and there you would see like, you know, I would suck Obama off. And it's just like, you know, it's like whatever, just those types of people. And you're just like, and you're just like I, yeah, all right, you know, like these people suck, but you know, I don't see them. I'm yeah, not the, inundated the, with them the, all the time. The wants to suck off Obama prospector. We all you remember. Know. We all remember him. <laughs> do you, uh, do you guys remember the Mueller? She wrote, uh, I, I want, Bob Mueller to like pull my hair and stroke me down. Fred? No, and I wish that I didn't <laughs> know that it existed. Yeah, you know the the Mueller she wrote lady? Yeah, yeah, Allison, yes, yes. Allison Gill, the yeah. uh, the the intrepid <laughs> Allison Gill. <laughs> yeah, she wrote she wrote like a multi, uh, like a, a long thread of of how she wants to fuck Robert Mueller. Uh, like in detail like hornily yeah yeah, like after a long day of investigating he comes home like it yeah it was insane this was like years ago uh it was one of the most insane it was like one of the first things i saw like getting on twitter and i was like okay well i'm never leaving this fucking place yeah (laughs) yeah fuck man and that's because it was the same it was the same feeling i got when uh twitter found and spread around uh the screenshots of those texts from like dc like wonks who were sexting each other like you look so fucking hot in your starched white shirt it was (laughs) one of the most insane things like oh my god there's there's so many little things like that yeah (laughs) yeah Going, you, just, just <laughs> wonderful stuff. Sorry, I, I started imagining that that fucking threat. You started thre- imagining the starch white shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, guys, I need to, I need to drop, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I gotta, I gotta go. I have like a seven minute responsibility to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I have a well, thirteen minute emergency. I'll be right back. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, the, the fate of threads remains to be seen though. Um, I, like I said, it's been fun the first day. It's just, it's kind of funny to see like my Facebook friends, like tweeting essentially. I mean, obviously they're on Twitter, but it is funny to see them like treating it and like venturing into these people that like are either like a lot of them are diehard non Twitter users. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they are like Facebook diehards and it's Mm -hmm. funny to see them like just being complete morons, just posting, 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 like Twitter style, you know? Uh, so that's I, been fun. But I don't know how long it's going to last, you know? Like, they got 10 million users today. But who knows if that's going to last, you know? 
I have noticed and like not not you specifically Matt like you're actually good at both but I've noticed that people who who are like funny on Facebook tend to like not be funny on Twitter for some reason like they like it's very different vibes I guess and it doesn't transfer over the thing my theory on it is that like Obviously, some people can be can like just just do like they're just funny and, and yeah. they can tailor their sure. shit to like different different platforms. But the thing yeah. that's funny about Facebook is is if you follow people for like a longish time and you get the context of their posts. I mean, not that you can't get that to some degree on Twitter for sure, but people on Facebook are like they're, they're, it's more like long form and they share yeah. like m- much more like. Yeah. I guess like intimate details about themselves sometimes in, in not like a, in not like a TMI though. That is sometimes the case. Oh, sometimes. They have lore. That, it's exactly where I'm going with that. Yeah. Is that they, you, once you immerse yourself in the Facebook person's lore, some of the stuff that they said is like super funny that mm. if, because they're, because they're like self-aware and they're, and they're like, or they're, sometimes they're not, but you, you get that context. Whereas Twitter, it's just like, some people are just good at, shitting out zingers or yeah. know how to be super witty in quick little jabs yeah. of the subject of the day, which is a totally right. different skill set in my opinion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, Absolutely. I think you straddle both very well, but the, I did love, that was something that I always loved about your posts when I was on Facebook, uh, was the, like that there really is a lore like, like, and there's there's guys of yours that like live in my heart and my head. Yeah, my, uh, my, the, like hapless married wife. guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> my awful <laughs> wife guy, um, the guy who's obsessed with libtard pussy. Um, <laughs> I love being a dumb guy in different in different kinds yeah. of ways, you know. Yeah. You, well, you and just, of course, of course, the, the the fake Donald Trump tweets, which I <laughs> yeah, they're always fun to do. Facebook. Most mostly. <laughs> oh, those are really good. <laughs> yeah, I just uh yeah, you you're you're good at making guys for sure. And I think that is a skill that uh transcends any one app. <laughs> well thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I actually just rediscovered a, like a month ago Nicole Werner, the like fake Amazon review lady that oh, I was doing. Yeah. She was super fun to make <laughs> that psychopath woman. <laughs> People like but the thing was so crazy is that people thought that it was real. Yeah, and I didn't even do a good job people like just, photoshopping it. Right, people just assume when you're posting something that looks vaguely like a screenshot. Oh my god, he must have found this, and oh my just god, like, he found so many more. Wow. Yeah, just the same woman like being like talking about how she's like poisoning her dog or something. <laughs> <laughs> Via like the reviews on like a vacuum cleaner on Amazon. I I will say the the funny review game is something you're good at too. Like I I found like independently uh, a Steam review of a game that Matt wrote because I was looking (laughs) into the game. And it was the funniest fucking thing I had read all day. And I don't really like, remember it now. I don't even remember what game it was. Do you do you know what I'm talking about, Matt? It was a uh, Path of Exile. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like I, I do this. So my friends hate it. But like uh, I'll talk in. I'm the only one. They always turn all chat off. But in those kind of games, I in almost any game, I keep all chat on. I yeah. want to know what's going on in the all chat to see. Mostly it's shit and stupid. Sure. 
the thing is those kind of games like ARPGs is people take them so seriously. So they're, so that you get like some real fucking, like you can get people really worked up. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I would, I do this character where I, where I act, where I pretend to be a guy whose wife is leaving him because <laughs> he's addicted to this game. And, and I, and I need, and I'm begging for items from people to prove to my wife that she should still love me because I have something to show for all the time I see in this game. And people like think it's real, you know? Anyway, so I wrote the review. I have like, I have like, I don't even know, like 800 hours in this game. And yeah. I gave it a negative review. <laughs> Saying that people won't give me items. And I like, please imagine my delight, by the way. It's like middle of the day i'm looking on steam like check it out just shopping around for what i might want to put on my wish list i'm like oh path of exile does seem cool oh my friend reviewed this game he doesn't recommend it that's crazy let me check it out 800 hours (laughs) (laughs) and then i read the review so i found the review i'll read real quick it's it's pretty so this is uh so I didn't recommend it. I actually have four hundred and thirty hours into this game. Okay. So just just full disclosure, okay? Nothing. Okay. I said uh I, I, I said not recommended. I can't get hard for my wife anymore, and she says I could have <laughs> I ask everybody on there to give me cool items to show my wife so she will respect me again, but they won't. They're rude to me and say, get your own demon horns and giant horse with armor. <laughs> Which makes me upset because I don't know how to get those. <laughs> it's not my fault I can't get hard anymore. I sit on the toilet for hours to get away from the kids, which cuts the circulation off to my genitals. <laughs> uh, and such, which causes damage down there. Anyway, the game sucks because the community won't give me cool items to show my wife to explain to her that it's worth it because I have progress to show. Thank you. So. That's my review of Path of Exile. Uh, it's actually quite a good game, and you should play it. <laughs> I highly just, recommend it. I, I, just finding that review from, like, years ago solely because Steam has a little feature that's like, hey, your friend Matt doesn't recommend this game. <laughs> <laughs> find out why. Yeah. <laughs> Click here to find out more. It does. It gives you a little link and everything right to the review. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, oh that was that was really a good like out in the wild find uh <laughs> loved it well i did find this uh i found a tweet that i thought would be really good to discuss because we're like in the age bracket where this would this applies mm-hmm. um so uh let me say this let me let me give credit where credit's due here this tweet is from chris wolfhart at chris wolfhart K-R-I-S, Wolfhard. Uh, he says, kids today are missing out on the pre-streaming era where your childhood was at least partially defined by some semi-obscure movie your family just happened to own on tape and you watched it several dozen times. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I really wanted to know, because I, I kind of thought of some, and this doesn't have to be exclusive to like, I mean, I guess they said your family. I was thinking like your immediate family, but it's always like, I know having spoken to other millennials and Gen X, it's always like your grandma only had three videos. So yeah. when you went there, you just watched them over and over again because it was just whatever it was. But I was curious what you, what your guys, if any, do you have any weird ones that just your family happened to own? Or like when you went to a relative's house, they happened to own 
I have so many of these. Uh, okay. We were we were Beautiful. a yard sale Goodwill family, so a lot of picking oh, up whatever God. VHSs they had, you know. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So like, don't tell moms the baby. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Uh, oh yeah. Fucking. I guess that one's not like obscure. Um. No, yeah, I they mean, could just what, be like, we. I rented that on purpose when I was a little kid. I was like, <laughs> I want this one. Yeah, yeah uh, the Beverly Hillbillies movie. I've watched mm-hmm. probably I remember it. times in my life. Um, uh, the, uh, what, what was it? The 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 gag where there was like somebody who's French and they're saying happiness and they think they're saying a penis and it's uh, like a PG penis. movie, so yeah. it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> God, I I had totally forgot about that. And the second you said there's a French guy, my brain was like, happiness. <laughs> happiness. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, Dave's apartment, the one with oh, the cockroaches. Yeah. Oh my God. I yeah. remember that as okay. like seeing ads for it, but I never saw it. Yeah. Oh, was it Joe's apartment? Joe's apartment. Yeah. Sorry. It was yeah. This fucking MTV movie. I it, think was it was like the first, first MTV movie. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, son-in-law with Polly Shore. Oh, just- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I watched uh, Uncle Buck a lot. Uncle Buck had, is had. a big Uncle one. Buck. Yeah, Uncle Buck is a banger. That's a great, great. Uncle show. Buck is a banger. Um, also, both of the, now we're getting away from like obscure <laughs> movies, and I guess I'm just going to talk about movies from the '90s that I liked a lot. Um. The the two like the double feature Chris Farley David Spade classics uh, Tommy Boy and Black and Sheep Black Sheep dude mm-hmm. th- those yeah. I watched to death I Tommy just, Boy is fucking hilarious though I just watched both of those again recently do they hold uh, up they hold up man they're okay. so fucking funny Chris Farley really understood that like a guy his size is gonna be funny if he yells and falls down a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah he really I mean he used his he used his entire self yeah in every moment and it's he leaves it on the floor every time (laughs) absolutely you know i i can't think of any like vhs's that we had like that like i guess that just wasn't something my parents i think we rented shit a lot yeah um and i had like you know i had a bunch of like like kids things like gold like little golden books and shit yeah and then mm-hmm. like um there's this one that i haven't been that i feel like i i have made up at this point because i cannot find it anywhere it's like a Candyland type adventure but it's not Candyland. was it we sing sillyville no that always felt kind of like uh i used to watch that when i was a kid that's Similar. another that's when i rinsed to shit yeah, Sim- similar similar vibe, but I I looked for it like for a couple years straight and didn't find it, and then decided that I was I I was like uh, entering some sort of yeah schizophrenic <laughs> sort of like state, and I gave I gave up on it. Um, I watched the Secret of the Nim a lot. That was a, oh, a sure. favorite, and I also because it was one of the only movies that my grandma had uh i loved and was obsessed with alice in wonderland love for, i actually read the books too and i loved them and i read them m- multiple times and also watched the disney movie which is trippy as hell for like it rules a, it fucking yeah. rules i love that movie um oh um, and you know i will say i watched <laughs> i watched um 
Michael, <laughs> I watched the, the, the Michael Jackson movie <laughs> over and over and over Which again. I didn't have it. My cousin had it and I would borrow it and I, I probably ruined it. Um, it was called Moonwalker. Yeah. And yeah, it ha- it had, it was a very disjointed film that I believe was at least in part directed by that, um, that awful man, um, American Werewolf in London. Um, oh, uh, John, um, uh, fuck. I don't know. I'm bad with that. that guy, the, the guy who, the guy who, when he was film, filming his Twilight Zone <laughs> section, killed a bunch of people, including um, small children. Um, <laughs> Hey, what? Oh, yeah. Never heard of that. Um, so, John on. Landis. Yeah, John Landis. When he was filming, yeah, when he was filming, when he was, um, he was directing his, like, you know, the Twilight Zone was an anthology film, um, and he had his section involved, like, there was this part. Was it the Vietnam War or something? I don't know, but he it sounds kind of familiar. Whole battle thing, and it was just this big, elaborate, like, like baroque fucking battle scene that involved probably time travel or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. and you know, some stupid shit that he was like, "No, this has to be perfect. This has to be real." So we're gonna we're gonna use real explosives, and we're gonna use real planes. And we're gonna fly these planes yeah. within inches of these children. <laughs> And this, and this, and this, like this, this, this man, this actor, who's like supposed to protect them, and the, basically, what oh, happened I think is I the, this. yeah, the explosive, uh, the explosives went wrong for a number of reasons. Number one, because he didn't care about safety, and because he kept pushing the limits of this, um, and there was like an explosive disaster which caused uh, the plane that was flying overhead to, to sort of um, wipe out. Yeah. And the, um, I believe the propeller and, or the wing. I um, have the the children or the, the man, um, and, or the man. Yeah. And John Landis though, there's a whole behind the bastards episode about it. It's truly. That's why I know about this. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, fucking ghastly this man is <laughs> truly i used to think he was cool because i again another one i had it's it's upsetting how much i liked michael jackson as a kid actually um <laughs> I, I had too. the yeah <laughs> oh sure. no um but <laughs> yeah i did in you know he did the the the, the thriller video as well um, i actually recently played the moonwalker video game um <laughs> yeah which is a weird one a very very weird one where you like dance around as michael jackson it's like a it's like an isometric brawler yeah super super yeah, strange you're video. killing it's very it's rare. all like it's all like the 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 the, the smooth criminal it's aliens thing, right? right i think is you're fighting a, i think you're fighting aliens if i remember correctly i thought you were fighting gangsters well maybe there's different parts because i there, thought there was yeah, like a smooth criminal right. part and then Anyway, like yeah, m- that, m- musical interludes. Well, I think we, we could we could afford to watch that that um, <laughs> that great film on the on the Discord sometime or Ooh, something yeah. because it's it's I, I'm I'm preparing myself. I've been preparing myself to explain it with this run up for like ten minutes, and I'm realizing <laughs> I can't. Um, the, the Joe Pesci of it all. The, <laughs> 
the 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 Michael Jackson turning into a giant um, silver transformer of it all. Oh my <laughs> god! It's, it, it's truly breathtaking. Well, um, uh, you have reminded me of two movies now. The first one I actually watched uh, part by part over several days in music class in the sixth grade, oh, and it sure. is The Wiz uh, uh-huh. because, of course, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to point that out and put that movie in everyone's mind. The second one uh, brought me back to like weird shit we watched in the house a lot. Um, my mom was a big uh, influence on the movies I watched as a kid. My mom's very mm-hmm. cool. My mom has very insanely varied taste in everything, so I got exposed to a lot of cool shit. Uh, she really loves Prince, and a movie that we watched all the fucking time was Purple Rain. Yeah. Uh, mm. And it kicks ass. It's so good. Yeah. Probably not the most like child friendly movie in the world, <laughs> yeah. but like <laughs> I loved it. Um, Did Prince direct it, or he just is like in it, or how does that work? How oh, that's that? a I never saw it. it. I, I thought he, yeah, because it's like about his life. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's scored uh, by and starring Prince. Uh, it was directed by Albert Magnoli. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I believe Prince directed uh, fucking Under the Cherry Moon, though, right? I think so. The, the follow-up to that. Um, but yeah, I I actually, now that I think about it, I had a lot of movies I loved as a kid because of my mom that were kind of weird like that. Uh, like the movie Baby Boy, <laughs> if you're familiar. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, uh, mm. and like, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be a menace is a good one. Uh, Drugstore Cowboy was a big one that we watched a lot. Um, oh, no, my, my family was not this cool. Yeah. Bastard out of Carolina. Um, my no. dad, like, my dad got cool, I think, like, after the divorce, maybe. And that's mm, he when went he, to, he got He went to me. cool divorced dad. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. he showed you know he he showed me uh, Pulp Fiction and and whatnot and mm. yeah, my, one of my mom's favorite movies is Pulp Fiction. It's yeah. so weird. It's it's really weird coming to terms. Like I've realized it as an adult. My mom actually is really fucking cool and like always was. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I I've met a lot of people now. Like I've met people who like didn't even see like slasher movies growing up or whatever, mm. and it's like. Man, I got to see so much cool shit all the time. Like they did not care what we were watching at any <laughs> given moment. Um, and like, yeah, my mom was really into like Eminem and like, and also Meatloaf. But Eminem and like Green <laughs> Day and too. The Offspring. Like she was, she's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, my parents just didn't didn't really put any checks on what I was watching. But, yeah. it, but they weren't showing me anything cool. Sure. They were just they were only yeah. showing me uncool things. But then but then they didn't they just didn't watch anything. So I was able to discover, you know, and they would I would like just my brother. and I would just rent fucking slashers and shit. Yeah. All the time. As long as long as we could agree on the movie, my parents were like happy and they were just like, we'll get you that. Yeah, that's how it was with us too. Like, if you guys could fucking, you know, not fight about something, yeah, not fighting about it. Oh yeah, yeah. That I mean, that was you know, yeah, renting movies was like, fucking shit. Like, I I got to see Drop Dead Fred. You know, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like that shit. 
like all those things that like I just went, oh, that looks good because I'm a little kid. And then it was like way over my head, but I didn't care because like, you know, some guy's face gets flattened or whatever. It's great. Oh, yeah. My my parents let me rent Freddy Got Fingered when I was like 10 years old. (laughs) Yeah. And it turns out actually it's not like it went over my head or anything like that movie's comedy is pretty much perfect for a 10 year old. It really is. Yeah. Japan, Japan for that, 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 that whole thing uh, yeah. really ap- appeals to any demographic. Uh, but Daddy, would you like some day, sausage? Scene? I was just about to say still to this day, uh, if I'm like cooking anything with sausage in it at any point, <laughs> like, because uh, I, uh, I live with my parents currently, uh, the whole daddy, would you like some sausages thing? It, it has to happen. <laughs> I'm making sausage and my father is there. So of course I'm going to pretend to be playing an air piano and do the whole bit. I have, yeah. it, it would be fucked up if I didn't, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Does he know the reference? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> he just thinks you're a fucking weirdo. We've never discussed. He... <laughs> He was another one. He showed me cool movies, but like in the opposite direction. Like he showed me like Platoon and shit very young and like uh, Full Metal Jacket and like. Yeah, I am. My, my dad showed me the the like uh, um, the Godfather like way yeah. too young. He's like, you're, you're fine. You're old enough now just because he wanted to watch it. I mean, and I was like, it's like you're- I'm nine, but OK. You're, you're, you know, as an Italian American, I think you should have, you should be born with the Godfather in your mouth. He, he knew. I mean, it's he is, he, is he himself is Irish as hell, but he knew he needed to, he wanted <laughs> to culturally immerse his son, who was of mixed race. Well, they didn't, they hadn't made the Irishman yet. Uh, right. So, yeah. no, next time you see him, that'll be the next thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, my dad, he didn't show me Godfather. He did, uh, you know, fun for the whole family, double feature casinos, Goodfellas or casino mm, Goodfellas. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, he did fuck up. He never should. He never showed me stuff like Die Hard and whatnot. Like I just saw Die Hard for the first time, like a mm. couple of years ago or like a year yeah. ago, actually. Actually quite like that movie. Yeah. Fucking rules. Actually. I didn't think that it was going to be very good. And it was. No, it's actually like legitimately. It's very like it's like just self-aware enough, and mm-hmm. still from like the tail end of that era where they could get away yeah. with that kind of like movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, it just it works. Yeah. I uh, action movies are kind of my my cinema blind spot. It's it's the one where like I have least experience with all the like the greats. Uh, so. Have you seen Gladiator? No. I love know. that fucking movie. That's another one where we got the DVD and me and my brother watched it like <laughs> 700 times. So I'm actually legitimately like, I will go out to a theater and see Gladiator 2 that's coming out 20 fucking years after uh, the first one. But it's a Ridley Scott film, so you know it's not like going to be complete yeah. garbage, you know? But it's actually quite good. It's actually quite good for like an action film. It also, it you know, I, my interests align with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never seen Braveheart. Um, okay. I haven't seen, yeah. I, I only just Patriot, recently I saw a John wick for the first time. That okay. was good. I've been meaning to finally brush up on that. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm also like very John wick virgin, John wick virgin. Very. I action. haven't seen any John wicks. Mm. There, uh, it was good. It's I, I'm usually not one for like that type of modern action movie. Like where it's a guy just, Shooting, yeah, whatever. But like, 
I don't Keanu Reeves pulls off anything he does. I don't know. He's so good at everything. Yeah. Um and he like I hated how talks. good he was in the fucking in Cyberpunk. I, oh I wanted my to God, hate it. But I like he was good at it. He you fucking worked. What the hell? I've I've thought about this and I've talked about this with uh with Chris. Uh he is like he's clearly he loves that shit. He yeah. did Johnny Mnemonic so early, like when cyberpunk was like barely a thing. He did Johnny Mnemonic. Then he did the matrix, which is another big cyberpunk thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he did cyberpunk and not only like did cyberpunk, but like has done the press for cyberpunk, which he doesn't tend to, I think do a ton of press, but like he's done a lot of promo and stuff for it. And like he came back to do the expansion and all that. Like, I think mm-hmm. he just really loves that genre of shit. Like he's very into it from what I can tell. Uh, Cause he kind of like anytime there's a project with like an inkling of cyberpunk uh, adjacency, he's like, I'm there. Do you need a guy? I can be a guy. Yeah. He's also kind of perfect for that. You know? Yeah. He's, he, he just like, looks great. cool and he's, you know, um, uh, I think he's like, um, he's notoriously like a really nice guy. I, I think he can't really act for shit, but he, um, yeah. He's not but he, but he, like, he just knows what he like is picks well, good movies and roles to do. Right. And when you say he he can't act, it's kind of the way that Bob Dylan can't sing or like Lou Reed. Yeah. Can't yeah, sing. yeah. Like he, he knows what he what to do with what he's got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he yeah, he really anything he does, even if like. Even if he wouldn't do well in a different role, the roles that he is in in are incredible mm-hmm. for him yeah which is i guess yeah the the one the one the one thing we can look to uh for for a number of failures um that still <laughs> somehow survives and works despite all it, it's it's innumerable failures is 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 bram stoker's dracula his his accent winona's accent uh the whole fucking horrendous Dude, the the accent is kicking Winona's ass in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh my god! Woke up on Dude. the wrong side of the. Uh, the uh, she she was my first uh, crush, like that I can remember. Mm. Uh, was Winona Ryder because I watched Beetlejuice when I was a child, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand the feelings I was having for her. <laughs> Mine was. Uh, but they Mark were very deep. From Roseanne. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 wait did you i'm sorry i can't hear you just did you say darlene okay. uh well <laughs> the thing was uh i i did also have a crush on darlene but no uh mark becky's boyfriend oh, mark yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god yeah yeah he, he was the ideal like Italian, a little greasy leather jacket. Uh, her dad that. hated him. So like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And also to a lesser extent, uh, David, David Darlene's yeah. boyfriend, he was like, he's, he's very baby girl in boyfriend form. Uh, and I like that too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, all those like, yeah, I think I had um, like a latent, like thinking back on it, I think I probably had a latent crush on like every single one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so for me, it was Roseanne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Roseanne. Roseanne's such a cool show for me because it, like, I don't know, it was very personal to me as a kid. It felt like, like Dan. 
is is very very similar to my father in so many ways he's like the way they talk act dress everything like and then roseanne was also one of the few like sitcoms of the era that showed like a poor fucking family like they were lower middle class like yeah like yeah because they weren't even just like paycheck to paycheck they were like getting the lights shut off and like Mm. making deals with the power company and stuff and like that was Mm -hmm. you know shit from my life and i was like whoa um because every other show was like fresh prince where they lived in a mansion in (laughs) bel-air and like Yeah, yeah yeah um or and like later on we got like malcolm the middle which was another like very you know, mid mm-hmm. to lower class, paycheck to paycheck family, uh, and th- those shows always felt very close to me. Uh, and I, uh, I did a little Roseanne rewatching uh, in the last year or two, and like, God, that show fucking holds up too. Mm-hmm. I would, I would uh, expect so that good. to hold up. Yeah, it was honestly uh, when I was watching through it, one of the more progressive shows of the time. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's it, why it's so it's so deeply. Yes. Upsetting what has what become happened of of, yeah. of her uh, specifically because yeah. yep. it had it had the first lesbian kiss on network television ever right. Um, right. yeah and then uh, there was there were multiple openly gay characters her manager Leon um, mm-hmm. and there were like jokes at his expense for sure. But they were all very like lighthearted, like I'm ribbing my friend kind of joke. Right. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. you you can you can still be part of the same society as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everyone hated Leon not because Leon was gay. They hated Leon because Leon was an asshole. And I think that, that was like super ahead of its time. Being gay for, like- <laughs> was just something they could attack for fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but like, yeah, it it holds up so well. Um. Until you think about it in any kind of meta sense. And so I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, I didn't even watch like any of the new stuff. I didn't want to no. because like that first. The new Roseanne? You know, yeah. Yeah. I okay. didn't watch any of it. The The original Roseanne, at least up to season eight, because I think season nine where they win the lottery and all that shit happens. I think it ruined the story, whatever. It's not canon to me. So season nine, well, they made, I mean, didn't they, stuff. they sort of made it not canon. Yeah. Yeah. Because then at the end she's like, Oh, actually I was re I was writing a book and Dan actually died 10 years ago or whatever. I hated it. I hated <laughs> that was it. That's the worst fucking thing in the whole world. I, and, and it was actually like the whole thing was like, Mark was actually Darlene's boyfriend and David was actually Becky's boyfriend. But when she wrote the book, she wrote it that because she thought it would be better that way. I don't know, it's man. Like, why? why? What and is like, this? it, oh my God, it sucked so bad. And like, mm-hmm. so just anything that happened after the end of season eight <laughs> from. Um. From the whole lottery onto the new stuff, uh, it all doesn't exist for me because I'm I can't learning so much about the Roseanne lore that I didn't know. There's a lot that that show was that yeah. show took more swings than fucking Family Matters with the with the Steve Urkel like <laughs> science experiments. And shit. <laughs> uh, like, Matt, do you know about the chicken shirt lore? Of no, what's that? please. I want to know more Roseanne lore, please. So uh, throughout the show, uh, I think you first see Roseanne wearing it, if I remember correctly. There is a T-shirt. It is a shirt 
with several big chickens and giant eggs on it. Okay. <laughs> um, and you saw the shirt in one episode on Roseanne. And then later on, you see, I think, Becky wearing it. And then you see uh, uh, Jackie folding it in laundry. And then you see a framed print of the chicken and egg on the wall in someone's house. And it just, you keep seeing this fucking chicken and egg thing everywhere. Um, and like all the different like things I've mentioned, they happen over the course of seasons and seasons. But okay. like, it's just this weird thing uh, that like my mom pointed it out to me one time, like 20 fucking years ago. And I think mm. about it all the time now. And I still, to this day, Did- would kill for that shirt. Have you, have you like looked up what, is there anything more to this or is it just like the writers or show Producers well, just, I think it's this. it's mostly that it is um, a, a, a CIA funded. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been on blue ski too long. Sigh up, yeah. It, uh, I, I think uh, it, it just was like a thing that like they reused the shirt once, and then they were like, "Oh, haha, I wouldn't gotcha. it be funny if we kept? If we just uh, kept doing it, yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's But yeah, yeah, yeah they, it's like they when they you fucked up playing a playing a a a. a, a a solo or whatever you, you, you just, just go keep with it. fucking up again. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually just how it's played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Roseanne they, was they... the Jimi Hendrix of, uh, <laughs> early nineties sitcoms. I think, uh, I think fucking Tom Arnold was the Jimi Hendrix. nineties sitcoms. <laughs> So my parents didn't. My parents didn't watch Roseanne. I mean, they they occasionally oh. did, but they weren't like a Roseanne family. But they were. Uh, my my parents liked more like trashy shit. Like um, they loved uh, 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 everybody loves Raymond and uh, King of Queens. Those were you know. Oh, yeah. They loved those Fine. shows. Yeah, those are in the same universe, which I always forget. Yeah, very yeah. strange to me. Doug and Ray are friends. Ironically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I actually, my parents watch both those shows. I love King of Queens. I think King of Queens is great. It's a fun little sitcom. Mm. I have such strong opinions about Everybody Loves Raymond. It is a terrible fucking show. Raymond is a terrible person. Oh, he's, he's a father. He's a, he, yeah, he's a very bad partner. He, bad partner, bad father, selfish. Bad brother, bad son. He hates his brother for the crime of like not being successful well, he hates i don't his- know i think he hates his brother because you know a cab but <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's incredibly based raymond ray romano yeah he yeah. he hates his parents for like loving him and wanting to spend time with him obviously i'm being very <laughs> charitable towards like they're all written as kind of annoying people but like yeah. this mm-hmm. is like when you boil it down he hates his parents for loving him he hates his wife for wanting to spend time with him he hates his kids for existing near him yeah. if the, <laughs> i always wondered like what they, those kids would just disappear like they were just like such plot devices like they would just be gone <laughs> like whole yeah. episodes would be gone and they would they would be like in the house the whole episode at varying times during the day and the kids were never there and they had like three fucking kids it's like uh, the weirdest thing i think i think the the way the way to read that is that deborah was essentially a single fucking parent. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's an episode in which Ray is working from home, and he like 
there's like palpable like just hatred obviously these are actors but like (laughs) (laughs) you can just feel like he hates his family i hate every everybody loves raymond so fucking much it's it's awful (laughs) that show has done more harm to the italian community (laughs) preach queen than white feeder tank tops (laughs) yeah it makes us look bad it does um no, he does suck though. He does. He, yeah. he really, it's also also the show is super mid. I mean, it's like it's yeah. not, it's not even like fun like King of Queens is. Yeah, know, or like King of Queens is like not good, but it but it's also like fun. Yeah. It's fun and it's just like zany and like what's his what's that that moron gonna do next? You know who knows. <laughs> Like there, yeah. There's the whole episode where Doug like gets lost in the woods and goes Rambo Survivor style. Like it's so yeah, fun. Yeah. It's just a fun show. And that show, like Leah Remini plays Carrie in like, uh, like she she gets annoyed with Doug for sure, but she doesn't hate him. She, it's more like a, no, oh, they genuinely seem to like each other. Like yeah. Whereas like the marriage in Everybody Loves Raymond is a depressing fucking show. Like it that really is. is- so dead and that's the thing uh, that i you know like phil rosenthal seems like a real nice guy and everything and like i get like what they were trying to do with it but like looking back on it it does seem like uh a real a real effort to normalize um hating your wife well no it's it's normalizing staying in uh, normalizing normalizing like like marriage as a prison or whatever yeah like so strange because i think i think that that you know that kind of thing when you see enough of that on tv more people go hey yeah miserable but so is everybody you know yeah this is the way it is and also like the the, the helpless moron husband who like can't do anything and doesn't want to and actually hates hates you if you ask him to do anything that yeah. He would yeah. Have oh, that's just father. that's just the way they are. It's just yeah. Boys. That's just like, guys. Yeah. yeah. And it because it wasn't even just Ray and Deborah having like this horrible loveless marriage where they clearly like can't stand each other. Right. They were living across the street from you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marie same... and uh, what's his name? Oh uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There is a scene I just because my parents still put it on for the dog when they leave the house. <laughs> um, it is. It's a fun, you know. It, it, yeah, it's a fine quality show for dogs. Yeah, yeah it's um, a dog food of shows. But I was I was out in the kitchen and it was on and like there was a a scene in it where like Frank, uh, Marie and Frank were like just snapping at each other over like dumb shit back and forth and someone was like stop fighting and they're like we're we're talking what's wrong and like that's played as like a joke but it's like no that's fucking sad yeah (laughs) that really fucking blows man like yeah yeah i will say to anyone still listening to us reminisce about (laughs) these shows from the 90s from the 80s and 90s um you know you don't have to you don't have to put up with that <laughs> leave your leave your leave your Peter Boyle uh, boyfriend. <laughs> I like that. Right. He yells at you too much. <laughs> I think that's a good that's a good lesson to to end the show on. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck We've Ray Romano. Work here today. <laughs> everybody fucking everybody hates Raymond. Everybody Raymond. fucking hates Raymond. That there we go. We got the pot. We got the pot episode. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as always, um, check us out on Facebook. Uh, join the Suck Shame posting and post there. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you like what you hear. And uh, we'll be back next week with a bonus episode. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.